0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. Welcome to the Dog Check. My name is Max Loeb, Loeb's Leads, and I'm here with Eric Metcalf. Eric, how are you doing?
0: I'm I'm doing great. Looking forward to this season. Looking forward to chatting with you today.
1: Yeah, we got a lot to chat about. Uh, Definitely want to talk about free agency because I personally thought the Browns splashed on one side of the ball more than the other. And I honestly, I thought it was pretty good. I thought they did everything they needed to.
0: Yeah, I, I felt good about it. I mean, they went in hard on, on defense, as, as, as i sure that's what you're referring to. And, yeah. you know, I, yeah. I, I think what they did more so was attack the, the, the middle of the field. You know, starting from the line back. they went D tackles and 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 re-signed linebackers and and everything working back and that's because that's what was was killing us was the run game. We just we just couldn't stop the run game and so we go out there and and, and get a couple free agent D tackles. Um, uh, like I said, sign Anthony Walker back, Siyani Taki Taki. You know, I I still think we need might need a couple more guys, but as far as it looks, it looks like we're hitting the right right direction with uh what jim schwartz is trying to do
1: yeah definitely definitely the right direction i think re-signing anthony walker was big but the guy i thought was the biggest one was dalvin tomlinson hands down i thought that was the the best move uh, probably in a couple years that they've made in free agency i think this is the first time they truly addressed an a true need because it's the run defense has been a problem for a couple years like it's
0: yeah, we were. I mean, we were we were terrible in, in the in the middle. Just I mean, just, let's just be honest about it. Yeah. We couldn't stop anyone running in between tackles, and so with that in mind, we, we had guys who had potential to be good players. I, I think yeah. looking at how the roster was built uh, last year, and we go out and get a, a couple uh, interior defensive linemen, but they were like small small guys, smaller guys yeah. who played well in college. If you go to Oklahoma or something like, you're playing with a bunch of good guys, so you don't have to be that big. You can still make plays. But now, when you're talking about 300-pound lineman leaning on you for four quarters, that'll wear you down.
1: Yeah, it's, definitely, so definitely will wear you down. These
0: guys, I, I think by by uh, signing these guys, Thompson and, and Hurst and all these guys, I, I, I feel we address that need.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think the best way to describe Tomlinson, especially if the guys listening have never seen him play, is a space eater. He is a space eater. Big guy, great against the run. Won't give you too much against the pass, but I don't think that's what the Browns need. Um, I think collectively we could agree with that. Um, But they still went there. They still got uh, Okoronkwo from Houston. That was another, another move on the outside, and I think they needed help. With Miles Garrett, I think that's kind of a given at this point in his career too.
0: I mean, you know, but the, you say he doesn't give you uh, Thomson doesn't give you much in the past game, but at the same time, when you think about what Jim Schwartz has done, he's had interior guys who've gotten a lot of sacks. Yeah, and that's because of his scheme. And then, of course, if you have a, a Miles Garrett out outside, they got, they gotta tend to attend him, so that that makes it a little easier on these guys. So I think. We have the right guys. uh, Hopefully, we have the right scheme, and we can go out there and do it between those white lines.
1: Yeah, yeah. So you're a fan of Schwartz.
0: I'm a a fan of Schwartz. I mean, he's a proven winner. When he's been on teams that that have won, he's won a Super Bowl and all that. So I mean, yeah. I think you you, got to feel good about. it. I mean, this is a time I think where I think last year, and looking back at it, I wasn't against keeping Joe Woods. I wasn't against. I just I just didn't understand why there was so many breakdowns and why players weren't understanding what he was trying to get them to do and and, and so forth. And so maybe a, a a new voice can get these guys to listen to understand more of what he's trying to do. And it could be, and this and it could be a more, a more complicated system. It's just a matter of how you relate it to people. And if they understand it and go out there and make plays, it can and be can go out there and play free, then we have a better chance of being good on defense. Because last year, I don't feel like they played free on defense. I mean, I don't feel like yeah. everybody just knew what they were going to do. So you can just go out there and play fast. Everybody was yeah. thinking, thinking on their feet, which, which left them a step behind.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. And if you can't play free, you can't play fast. I'm 100% with you there. I think any any new voice or any new scheme is going to help in that regard, too. I think that um, last year, like you said, they're step slow, flinching a little bit. Um, but I, I am also a fan of Schwartz. I think his track record, everything he's done with defense in the past, and now he has a good amount of legitimate quality pieces around him to really make something special out of the defense. I, I, I am a fan, and I, I liked what he's done uh, in the past. I was a big fan of him in Detroit, um, but I mean that different situations there moved on, but. He, um, I'm excited,
0: yeah. Detroit,
1: yeah. Well, you know Which,
0: what? You know, I feel good about it because you know, I, I think when you have somebody who's already been in the organization and they come back, that means you know that they really want to be there and they're and they, mm-hmm. thinking about trying to make this team a, a winner, and so he's gonna, yeah, he's gonna went out there to get him his pieces that he needs for, for his puzzle. Now, hopefully he can put it together and get it, like I said, get everyone to do what they're expected to do because I'm, I'm looking at this roster and, 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 and people aren't really talking about the Browns, but it, it could be very sneaky. It's it, it a very sneaky roster. And, you know, and I, in, in years past, I've said, oh, they can win this amount of games. I don't want to do that. I just want everyone to just sneak <laughs> up. I just want us to just sneak up on everyone.
1: <laughs> yeah, and especially the past couple of years with all the hype that's been around the Browns after the what, two years ago when they beat the sealers in the playoffs so much hype it seems like the past couple of years actually ever since they pro- probably since they traded for odell that hype really started to grow you know they headed yeah. in the right direction baker's rookie year and year after that was odell's first year and there's a lot of stuff in the past couple of years have been like you know this is a quality team they're gonna win some games and it's kind of set up for a little bit of a letdown and a good amount of sense i mean they still were able to win a playoff game make the playoffs but it's uh it's very interesting to see that the the hype is a little bit less this year. And when you look at their roster, I don't think it warrants that it warrants that decrease in hype or decrease in press.
0: And and, and you know, I, I think when you look at the roster, like you said, it, it doesn't warrant that. It no. based on the roster, the, the the same hype should be there. I agree. I, I, I just think in, in the in the past couple of years, from a player standpoint. I don't think there was leadership where they could handle the hype and go out mm. there and play football, knowing that everybody's watching them. Everybody was about going out there and, and making plays, but I don't know if it was like being a cohesive unit and going out there as a team to, to win. Whereas I think like now you have leaders. I mean, it, it makes a big difference when Anthony is out and he's not there to be your defensive leader. Cause we know miles yep. isn't, that kind of player, right? He doesn't He doesn't. want mm-hmm. he the guy who's going to lead like that. So that makes a difference. He'll be back. We have that leadership from a player's point of view. On the offense, we have Deshaun for the whole year. And, you know, everything. Yeah. We can just go move forward and you can have a quarterback who speaks his mind, is going to go out there and play good football like we hope. And and, and I, I think that makes a difference in the locker room. And that's something that a lot of people won't understand. It doesn't have to be about guys we have good players you still have to have leadership we have to have people that guys want to follow and go out on that field and fight with
1: yeah I could not agree more and I I think that them retaining a lot of those key guys in the offseason is big too it happened a couple years ago with Chubb I mean there are guys who have been there who have seen the good and the bad the past few years and I think like you said Anthony Walker is definitely a big one especially considering that 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 level of their defense has been an issue having some type of consistency, even if it meant, you know, he's maybe he's not as qual uh, as good as some of the other linebackers in the NFL. He's been there. He can communicate the defense. He knows the guys around him as well. Uh, I think that's going to help a ton. I do want to talk about Juan Thornhill though, the addition to the defensive back room. I am curious to what you think about him fitting in there because You know, it's a different situation. The secondary's been up and down. There's quality players in the secondary, but it always seems like, you know, they never play as well as they should.
0: And, and you know, once again, I think not playing as well as you should is guys not knowing what they're doing.
1: Yeah.
0: And so being out of position, not knowing who's supposed to, what what coverage you're supposed to be in versus a three-by-one or a two-by-two, just just little, little things like that. Kept those guys from being able to make plays, and I think Juan Thornhill will come in here. Uh, Schwartz will have these guys ready to play. They'll, they'll yeah. know what they're doing, and then you can just be a ball And that's what we need. We need guys yeah. to go out and make plays. We didn't. We didn't make that many plays back there, right? We didn't make yeah. that many plays back there, and so that's that's what that's what keeps you from being a good defense. People always think you have to be able to just stop some some people. You have to be able to stop them, but at the same time, you can get turnovers. That mm-hmm. makes it a lot easier. That's fewer plays and more plays for your offense. So I think Juan Thornhill—he'll be a guy who'll come in here, and and I think when you have someone like that, you 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 sign them to money. It, it's in the coaches and in organizations that they, they're trying to make sure that this guy makes plays, and so I think yeah. Schwartz did a good job because I mean we, he's had in Philly, he's had. Safety is going to the Pro Bowl. He had D tackles going to the Pro Bowl. I'm pretty sure linebackers as well. And so we know he can get guys there. It's just being able to get these guys there, making plays, and winning football games at the same time.
1: Couldn't agree more. I do want to pivot a little bit to the offensive side of the ball because you made a great point about Deshaun Watson having a full off season, being there for a full season. I I cannot express how much or how important I think that is because you look at last offseason granted he was able to practice he was able to do some stuff with the team but there was so much stuff swirling around about his suspension and even if he was going to play that year and you know people can try to block out the media all they want it's it's almost impossible to do especially in a situation like that so Deshaun's offseason and season really was compromised and uh, like you said I think the full off season, I think, just a full seventeen game season, hopefully more, is going to be huge for him too. Huge for the guys around him too.
0: Right? You know, I think last year, uh, when I look at Deshaun, when he came back and, and, and finally got to play, I know a lot of people were talking about this guy right here isn't worth two hundred thirty million dollars guaranteed, and I say you're absolutely crazy. Yep that dude. That dude, even though we didn't win all the games that we wanted to. He showed flashes of who he once was in Houston, having sat out for all that time and just getting yeah. in there for the first time with, with real bullets flying. People, people don't understand how it's easy to go out there and complete 99 out of 100 in practice against air when yeah. when, when when the defense doesn't really care or they're not really trying to stop you. But when you have a team coming out there full speed and they, they're trying to quote-unquote, hurt you, it's a different ball game. So I felt like he played very well considering. I mean, Houston game, he didn't play well, but I didn't really expect him to. That was going to yeah, be the toughest game we ever played in his life, right?
1: Yeah, for a lot of reasons, yeah.
0: For a lot of reasons. Because he was going to get yeah. booed when he threw the ball. He was going to get booed if he threw it in his <laughs> He was going to get booed if he scored a touchdown. He's going to get booed when he handed it off. You're gonna get booed when he was introduced. So it yep. did not matter. It was it was it was that was gonna be the toughest game. But, but moving forward, there were games where he showed I'm one of the top five quarterbacks in this league. I, I can throw the yep. ball, I, I can go up, I can, I can run the ball, I can do everything that you you need a quarterback to do in this day and age, in the way they play football now. So now I look forward to how Stefanski uses him going forward. Right, because yeah. now you have RPOs. Now you have a full off season. Now he has the whole preseason. Now you can dial up every play in the playbook because he can do it all. And yeah. so I'm I'm really looking forward to it because I think I think he I think he's one of the best quarterbacks in this league, and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing that again.
1: Yeah, the talent is certainly undeniable there, and I think like we talked about, the full off season. In general, but the full offseason with a new weapon too, Elijah Moore, I think that's that's got to be huge for him, right? Right.
0: I mean, I think you know, it's, you get somebody like that and in, in playing the slot and, and and run, it makes a difference. I mean, look at look yeah. at the look at uh, Cooper Cups and, and guys of that nature who who are used in that way, it it makes a difference for for DPJ and and Amari outside, and so and that's what I'm so excited about because. Now you have all these, these these weapons, and you have somebody who really, really, and truly get them the ball. And so, yeah. it's it's a matter of scheming these guys open, uh, teaching everybody to to make the right reads and, and get them make the throws and make sure we got pass protection. And then I, I we have a good offense. We got tight ends. We obviously we have the running back. We have mm-hmm. we have we have everything. We have a good offensive line. We have a, we have. Everything, it's there's no reason why we should not win a lot of games this year. Other than <laughs> I, you know, not, yeah. no I, just, I don't and I don't know what the reason would be why we couldn't win a lot of games. I almost feel like in, in this case, in this situation, you can almost we can almost not play as well as we hope sometimes and still win a lot of games because of the, yeah. the roster and what we have.
1: Yeah, the like we just like we talked about at the beginning that roster undeniably talented, undeniably. And I think as time goes on and Deshaun gets the full off season, uh he starts to build a little bit of a rapport with the guys around him more than the six or seven games he played. I think people are going to start to come around to that idea. Before the season there's no shot though. It it blows my mind, but uh, the whole notion of the Browns are always the Browns and you know, they're going to find a way to mess it up is uh, I don't believe it this year, to be honest with you. And you look at the rosters in past years, and you see talent, but there's always something that's wrong. Uh, Offensively this year, I don't think there's a weak spot. I don't. Um, Defensively, obviously you have question marks you do every year, but they did everything they could to improve, I think. So I I think this year, above all years, the confidence in the roster has to be high.
0: And it should be. I mean, I think just looking back at last year, Everybody complained about the defense, but we couldn't score. No. <laughs> we could not score. We didn't score very many points. There yeah. might have been a couple games we scored over what 28, maybe. But we didn't score. We couldn't score. And that was the problem. Yeah. And now we yeah. now we're in a situation where we have everything. So we should be able to score. We should be able to go out there and and, and make plays. That's our I, like I said, I'm looking forward to this. And, and, and people talking, looking about it. And I think when you talk about, say, Deshaun, I think people only think he should have played better or he didn't play well because of money. They <laughs> see $30 yeah. million dollars and they say he didn't play up to $230 million standards. That's not true. Because when you think about it, and, and a lot of people don't think about this, in a year or so, That $230 million is going to be nothing when Joe Burrow and and Justin Herbert and those guys sign. It's going to be nothing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Could even be this offseason. Who knows? It
0: could be. True. Could be. That's going to be nothing. And so people need to stop looking at the money factor and just think about what he actually did on the field. What you have in a quarterback that you haven't had since probably Bernie.
1: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, Derek. Uh, Derek Anderson went to the to the Pro Bowl and all that, but he still wasn't that guy, right? No. Now you have one of those guys who was that guy.
1: Yeah, and it, to me, it's it's crazy that people look at the money so quickly. I mean, obviously, when the trade happened, it it, it reset the market and. You know, everybody during the off this year with Lamar Jackson or maybe Aaron Rodgers, if he wants a new contract, they're going to say, "Well, you know, Sean Watson ruined the market." I don't know if you can say that yet. I really don't.
0: I don't care if I don't care if you do. If it's, people do say ruin the market, right? Because when I look at it, if that's what the Cleveland Browns feel that they have to do to get who they want in order to try to get to the Super Bowl, then that's what you're supposed to do.
1: That's very true.
0: You're not supposed to say, no, nah, we can only pay him this much, but we really want him. We can only pay him 150 and and hope he'll come. But if not, we're going to get somebody else who's not as good, and we're going to try to win the same amount of game. No. Yeah. You got to push no your chips in. You got to push your chips in. If you're really into each other's in. You gotta push all your chips in and try to get the best players on the field to win the field, to win the game. And and I think they did that. So I don't really buy that Cleveland Browns messed up the market. They they messed up your market because you don't want to pay. Yeah, you
1: that's be, true. They did mess up your market.
0: If you want to be cheap and not pay players, that's what they messed up. They didn't mess yeah. up what they're trying to do to get better.
1: Yeah. Very much so. And I hate to keep thinking back on it, but at the time, like it felt like a move they needed to make, right? They were, they were decent the year before they traded for Watson. And, you know, so many question marks, at the quarterback position, and here's this polarizing guy, you know, there's off the field concerns, but there's a polarizing, undeniably talented quarterback. Who's there for you. You have the resources to get him. I think any other NFL team in that position, even if it meant paying him that money would have made the trade. I think so.
0: There was a few other teams that wanted
1: to, right? Exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and and and, and at the time that we we uh, made the trade and, and gave him the contract, that was the only way the Browns were going to get him mm-hmm. because he had ruled the Browns out. Yeah. It it, it had come down to Atlanta and New Orleans yeah. at the time, I believe, right? And then yeah when, the Browns, yeah, when the Browns stepped up and said, "Okay, we'll give you this," okay, I'm in. It yep. makes a difference. That's a they want. Nice, and I. And I Went on record two years ago. Before that, when he was when he was sitting down in Houston, saying that we need to push all our chips in and try to get him. I never believed that we would.
1: I didn't. <laughs>
0: yeah. I, didn't, I, didn't I didn't believe that we would do it, but but they did it, and and, and now we have a guy. Once again, you got to have a guy, and we have a Can't guy win
1: without one. Yep. We gotta have
0: a guy, and we have a guy. And so we can go out there and play good football uh, provided everything goes right.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? I I can't remember the last time a team outside of the Uber talented Eagles won something without a guy. And that was with Nick Foles, who was still a season pro. So, you know, the Browns did what they had to do. And I think going forward, it's going to be, it's going to be the right move. And I think in time people will see that. Yeah, Um, Yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we could talk about Deshaun Watson and that contract all day, but we will thank you guys for listening. And um, we'll be back again in a couple of weeks talking specifically about the draft, uh, see what the Browns need to do, how they can almost atone for the picks that they've lost. And we will talk to you guys then. Thank you for listening. Go, Browns. Yes, sir.